Hello, everyone. I'm your Average Joe, and welcome to the Average Joe podcast. Uh, Today's episode is a little bit different. Um, I don't have a script. I don't have segments for this episode. Um, I simply am sitting in front of the mic. I have some thoughts on my head, and I kind of want to express them. Um, Today, something I've been thinking about and uh, something I want to ask the world is how much control do you think that you have over your life right now. And what I mean by that is, has the world that we live in today, has it advanced to the point where we are no longer in control of our lives? Like, has everything gotten so complicated and so complex and so interconnected that the... The things we are affiliated with, the things that we pay tax towards, the things that are supposed to protect us. Um, how much, how much do we actually know about the things that we are involved with? You know, you think back, uh, back, back in early civilization, when you know humans are humans are naturally social creatures. Um, you know, we form packs, we form societies, um, we form our own cultures, we elect leaders uh, to take charge and kind of put us in the right direction so that we can survive as a whole. Um, you know, we start to evolve, uh, our, our government systems get more complex, you know, we start electing representatives to take care of certain aspects of our society, whether it be education or military or basic uh, bureaucracy, you know, and today's day and age, I feel like all of that has evolved so much that like we, it just feels like we're not in control of our own lives like we used to be. You, you get what I'm trying to say? It's like, it's like our, our governments and our institutions and even, even, even the elites in the world, I, it's, it feels like they have, they have all the power to vastly impact the world, right? There could be, there could be a, a nuclear war tomorrow, tomorrow. If our, our leaders, you know, decided to push the red button under the glass cover, like it's, it's so, it's so strange to me of like how we started and what we've come to even, even just the United States, you know, we're, we're a baby nation. Uh, We're what? 2022. That's 200 and 246 years old that we are as of this year, even as a baby nation, you look at where we came from with the Revolutionary War, right? Being able to fully, fully overthrow uh, uh, a monarchy and, you know, establish our own government by by the people. And then you cut forward and you look at us now. It, It just it's very strange to me. You get what I'm trying to say? I, I, I know I'm kind of rambling here. I'm kind of, you know, just going off. Like I said, I'm just I'm going off the top of my head right now. I didn't have this scripted out. 
Um, I just want to talk about this, but it just feels to me like there are so many things happening in the world right now that I personally have no idea about, but at the same time, those that have been elected to take care of my life for me, those that have been elected to, to protect me and to protect my family and to, to govern us and to like determine like what will help our society, they have so much more information and access to change than I as a person do. And so it, it almost makes me feel small in a sense. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, maybe we could, maybe we could just have, have another revolution or something, you know, maybe, maybe the government gets too, gets too extreme and we need to, you know, overthrow them. But realistically, can, can we do that again? Can that happen? If we, if we were to overthrow, if we were to overthrow the government right now, right? If we were to start over, have another revolution, whatever you want to call it, if we were to start over, how, how would we be able to set ourselves up? How would we be able to protect ourselves from the outside world? You know, would other countries just look at us, see how vulnerable we are and wipe us out, you know, get rid of us. Is that it? I I feel like it would be pretty easy to, you know, like it's, it's not the people of the world running the world anymore. It's, it's the governments of the people running the world. And a lot of it feels like it's being run without the say of the people anymore. And I think that's kind of what, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Uh, obviously, obviously our government is made up of a lot of elected officials, right? But it almost seems like they have, they have their own little, their own little group, their own little set of ideals. They, they have a perspective of the world that's different than our perspective of the world as people, as civilians, as citizens. And I'm trying to think of how to word this right. It just seems to me like there's nothing that we can do to get control back of our own lives. And I think I've said that a lot and I, I, I apologize. I, I keep on saying like, you know, we're all, we're all ro- robots or zombies or something and people are controlling us. I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a crazy, uh, like conspiracy theorist or something. I'm just, I'm just asking the question, how much control do we have over ourselves? Do those elected over us have more controls, more control over our own lives because of the fact that they have so much foreign involvement and they have so much higher knowledge compared to what we have? Like, would we be able, realistically, would we be able to take care of ourselves and to protect ourselves in the event that our our political system went under, that our government went under, that it, it, it collapsed? Would we be able to protect ourselves from the outside world? I, I honestly don't know if we could i feel like the i feel like the world has evolved so much and foreign foreign entanglement and foreign interaction is so so high so saturated that if a if a country goes under you know politically 
I, I feel like they're just an easy target and they can get easily, easily taken out. You know, it just looking at how, how advanced weapon systems have become, you know, we have, we have hypersonic missiles, we have, um, nuclear warheads all over the world, stuff that was, that was never around, you know, two centuries ago when the United States was born. It's, it's so much easier for a weak group of people to get wiped out entirely if that was the intention of a higher power. And although it's good, it's good to be a part of that higher power, right? Like you feel, you feel good. You feel protected when you're with the good guys, you're on the winning side, you're with the big dogs, you know, but I just can't help but feel like we don't have control anymore. I can't help but feel like those elected over us, those who run our government, who run our systems, the elites of the world, you know, they are the ones who determine what steps the countries take. They're the ones who determine how us as a society are going to push forward into the future. What's going to be what's going to be available? What's not going to be available? What people are going to be able to use, what they're not going to be able to use, what they can consume, what they can't consume, how how we are going to be able to live our lives in the future isn't going to be determined by us. It's going to be determined by those who are reigning over us, who we elected to reign over us. And I think it used to be. It used to be we we elected representatives in order to serve us, right? We, we elected representatives to, to take care of the law for us, you know, to handle education for us. A couple things I listed earlier, and that's changed now to where the, the, the government and politics is so incredibly large, so vast and so complicated that it's no longer like, it's no longer them serving us. It's just us us working under their protection. You get what I'm saying? It's just us working under their protection. And they they can make the big decisions now and say, this is what we want to do. They can decide amongst themselves, amongst themselves, this, this is where we're going to go as a nation. This is who we're going to be friends with. This is who we're not going to be friends with. This is who we're going to accept trade from. This is who we're not going to accept trade from. And we we simply have to abide by that because hey they're they're the ones protecting us right they're the ones who are in charge of us it's it's just so strange to me you know i kind of wish i kind <laughs> yeah it's fun it's it's weird cuz i could say i wish that i could go back in time and you know, go live, you know, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, a thousand years ago for all I care. Right. I could go be, I could go be a goat farmer up in the mountains and, you know, just tend, tend to my goats and have my cheese and meat and my wife and my, my little cabin that I built by myself. Right. And life, life would just be amazing. Life would be fantastic. It would, it, that's all I would ever want. Right. But at the same time, modern, modern day earth has, made so many advancements that it's like there, there, there's no way that you'd be able to survive if you were to go back in time. There's no way that you could handle all the things that you would have lost 
by simply being that that goat farmer in the mountains, which I'm now really thinking about. It's a funny it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. Time time today times today are so complicated, but at the same time, you know, we're the best we've ever been and we're the worst we've ever been. Does that make sense? Like when it comes to advancements, yeah, you know, we're, we're we've come we've come so far as a planet when it comes to advancements, and it's crazy to think how much farther we'll go in the future. We we've been on you know other planets for crying out loud. We're sending we're sending robots out into space to go to go check out other planets. We might even be moving to other ones. You know, I, I might have a condo in Mars. My my grandkids might have a condo in Mars. You know, in a couple of years, it's absolutely insane. But at the same time, that's all come with the cost of us not having a say in absolutely everything that directly impacts our life. And what is what what is the trade-off for you? You know, for you listening right now. How much of that are you going to take? How how much are you willing to sit back and say, okay, you know, you take control of all the important stuff. You handle you you handle, you know, everything. And I'll I'll sit back and listen to what you say so long as I can reap some of these benefits of like the advancements that we're going to get, you know, with you being in control. How how much of that are are you willing to take? That's that's my question for you. How much are you willing to take? How much of your not even not even your freedoms. It's not even like your freedoms that are being taken away. You know, it's just. How much of that control are you willing to give up in order to let other people take control of it for you? You know what I mean? It's a very, very strange thing to wrap my head around. I definitely need more than 15 minutes to to try and explain all this. Probably would have helped if I went and I wrote a script for this podcast. Um, I know a lot of this was just me rambling, and I do apologize, but at the same time, I tried writing a script four or five times for it, and even on paper, I just, I felt like I was rambling, and so I think it's better if I just, you know, speak how I feel, speak what I want to speak, have a little bit of control over something, you know what I mean? I think that's important for everybody, you know? Find something that you can control. Find something that makes you happy. Um, I'm thinking about the Mars thing now. You know, it, it's it's crazy to think that there's potential for us to not live on Earth anymore. Overpopulation is a real thing. You know that that's that's a real world problem that could impact us. You know, very soon. Uh, I've looked at a lot of the numbers of you know how many people how many people are going to be in the world in like the next decade and the next couple decades and the next century and stuff. And how much how much space we have left, how many more people we can have here before we're going to have to start, you know, expanding past planet Earth or, you know, before the resources run out and all, you know, crazy, crazy stuff like that. All that all that wackadoodle wackadoodle prepper stuff. Um, but no, can you imagine actually living on Mars? That would that would be so incredibly strange. I think it'd be even stranger to be one of those people that was born on Mars, you know, like one of the ones that never knew earth. 
can you imagine, can you actually imagine never knowing earth or rather never experiencing earth? Like, of, of course you're going to, you're going to know about it. You'll, you'll learn about it in your, your Mars K through 12 elementary school. If they even do that over there, who knows? But unless they're doing, unless they're doing, you know, end of the year, fifth grade school field trips, uh, hop on the SpaceX Falcon 5 million, go back to earth for a week, you know, look at the tree, look at the whale, eat an apple, and then, you know, go back, go back to Mars, go play on your, your rock and sand playground. <laughs> um, that would just be, that would be so incredibly strange to me. Almost kind of, almost kind of scary even, you know, was this, is, is this the right move for us? Is this what we're meant to do? Do we, do we start expanding, you know, to the other planets in our solar system? Do we start expanding to other solar systems? Is that even something that's going to work? Realistically, how long do we have as a species before, you know, the overpopulation does get to us? What if, what if it comes the time where there's too many of us left on the planet and we don't have the resources or the technology set up yet for us to be able to fully colonize other planets or for us to, you know, restart and, uh, you know, renovate the current living situations that we have on this planet? Will overpopulation get to us? Will lack of resources get to us? Are we not going to be able to produce enough food? Will we not have enough access to fresh water? Um, it's all very complicated. Cancer. Cancer is another thing. What happens if uh, we do get the cure? I've heard the theories of, you know, college students actually finding the cure and then, you know, FBI or CIA takes them away and, you know, that's the last you hear of them. But realistically, if there's a cure for cancer and will will it get used or are people is 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 cancer going to be almost in a in a disgusting crude way is it going to be necessary to at least somewhat help maintain a population balance is there going to be is there going to be birthing laws you know like there was in china at one point where you're not allowed to have a certain amount of kids to produce overpopulation, you know, will you be limited to one child? Um, there's a lot of scary, scary, crazy stuff in the future that could be coming. And a lot of it has to tie in with that, you know, uh, how many of those decisions are your decision? How many of those decisions are going to be ones that you get to make? And how many of them are going to be ones that those that, uh, your people have elected will make for you and you'll simply abide by that you'll simply have to abide by and it'll be, you know, for the good of the planet, for the good of the species. Crazy stuff to think about. Very, very crazy stuff to think about. And I've been, I've been rambling on for about 20 minutes now. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode, but I just really want to get that off of my head, get that out there. Let you guys think about that for a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on all that? Let me know. Please let me know. Um, if you've listened all the way up until this point, 
you're, you know, you're either putting this podcast on to go to bed or you're like cleaning your room or cooking in the kitchen or something. There's no way you just sat here and actually listened to this. But either way, if you're hearing me right now, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I really do appreciate it. This is this is something that I've wanted to get into. And uh, I, I, I think. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it work. I want to put out, you know, quality content. But then at the same time, I want to be able to just talk. So I'll find a good balance for it. I'll find a good balance with my schedule. It seems like every every week when it's time to upload a new episode, it's like, holy cow, you know, didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't I just put out the last one? Uh, it's kind of funny. But anyways... Uh, thank you for listening to the Average Joe podcast. Uh, I know this one kind of went off on a tangent, and I apologize for that. But uh, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. Uh, please stay tuned in. I try to upload episodes weekly. Um, I promise next week's episode will kind of be back on the regular track. Or if you guys like something more like this, you know, let me know in the comments. Shoot me a, shoot me a message. Uh, Robertson6j at gmail.com. Go ahead. Send me something. Let me know. Hey, I love your podcast. Hey, that was like hot doo-doo on fire. Don't ever do that again. Write a script. I'll say, okay, thank you. Thank you. But with that, I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.